Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Gusts upwards of 25 miles per hour, tracking a cold front on Wednesday. But ahead of that cold front, temperatures in the upper 60s to around 70. We're back into the 40s on Thursday. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Steve Rudin in the First Alert Weather Center. Sunny in 62 in the nation's capital. This is WTOP News. Facts matter. This hour of news is brought to you by Lido Pizza. Lido Pizza never cuts corners. Good afternoon. I'm Mark Lewis. Coming up, we're learning more about the young man who set himself on fire and has now died after uh, the event at the Israeli embassy here in Washington. Eleven pedestrians have died on Virginia roadways in just over two weeks. I'm Kate Ryan. D.C.'s $400 million plan to revitalize downtown. I'm Nick Ainelli. On Wall Street, the Dow is down 43 points. It's 2 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Progressive Insurance. I'm Monica Ricks. The Supreme Court is hearing from Florida and Texas today, which are now suing social media companies for censoring conservative views. CBS's Peter King has more on arguments. Florida Solicitor General Henry Whitaker. They contend that they possess a broad First Amendment right to censor anything they host on their sites even when doing so contradicts their own representations to consumers. Paul D. Clement represents NetChoice. The closer you look at Florida's law, the more problematic the First Amendment problems become. The Texas and Florida cases are part of the fallout from the Twitter and Facebook bans on Donald Trump after the Capitol insurrection. Both Trump and President Biden are set to visit the southern border on the same day this week as we get closer to Super Tuesday. CBS's Nancy Cordes has more on Mr. Biden's plans in Brownsville. He is going to meet there with local officials, with law enforcement, with border patrol officers. He's going to get a sense of what's happening on the ground, and he's going to use the opportunity to push House Republicans to support a border deal that he cut with Senate Democrats and Republicans several weeks ago. He'll meet with congressional leaders tomorrow. Nikki Haley's railing against Mr. Trump as the head of the RNC steps down. Donald Trump is now turning the Republican Party into his own playpen. Look at what's happening at the RNC. The idea that they would be choosing a chair and a director before a primary is over is a massive control move by Donald Trump. Haley says she's not quitting the race despite losing to Trump again this weekend in her home state. The search is on now for a missing Virginia couple in the Caribbean where officials now suspect foul play. Their close friend, Casey Alpine, spoke with WUSA-TV. They were just a delightful couple and a real blessing in my life and in the lives of so many other people. Police believe they were thrown off their yacht by escaped prisoners. Dozens of cities could break temperature records today in a rare heat wave. Odyssey New York meteorologist Craig Allen has more. We will see 70s as far north as Nebraska as well as South Dakota, 60s in North Dakota as well as Minnesota. And 60s and 70s will make their way across the Mississippi River Valley. Houston could get as high as 90. Mary Poppins just got its age rating raised by British censors because it features discriminatory language. The 1964 film, which has been reclassified to PG for parental guidance, apparently uses a derogatory term that was originally used to refer to South African chimney sweeps. That term is used in the movie twice. This is CBS News. 
sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Looking for a career path with flexibility, great pay, and benefits? Go to Progressive.com slash careers and apply online today. The IRS. 203 on WTOP on this Monday, February 26th, 2024. It is warming up. Cloudy sky, 65 in D.C. I'm Sean Anderson. And I'm Ann Kramer. Our top local story this hour. An investigation continues into the death of a 25-year-old Texas man who served in the Air Force and died after setting himself on fire outside the Israeli embassy in D.C. yesterday. D.C. police, the ATF, and Secret Service are all part of the investigation. The 25-year-old is identified as Aaron Bushnell of San Antonio. Apparently set himself on fire outside the embassy to protest the ongoing war in Gaza. Express News in San Antonio reports that Bushnell had been in the Air Force for several years and was hoping to transition his skills into a career in software engineering. Investigators believe that Bushnell started a live stream on social media, set his phone down on the ground, and then doused himself in accelerant before igniting the flames. In the video, he can be seen saying he will, quote, no longer be complicit in genocide. Israel has adamantly denied the genocide allegations and says it is carrying out operations in accordance with international law in the Israel-Hamas war. Hamas attacked Israel back on October the 7th. It's 2.04. It has been a deadly year so far on the roads in some parts of northern Virginia. Our story from WTOP's Kate Ryan. According to Virginia State Police, there have been 20 pedestrians killed since the start of the year. And as of Monday, there were 11 in just over two weeks. Matt Demline, a spokesperson with the state police, told WTOP. There really hasn't been a pattern. They they varied in all types of conditions. But the data shows there were two in Prince William County. Demline says police urge drivers to use extra caution when visibility is an issue, yield to pedestrians in a crosswalk, and never pass a stopped vehicle at a crosswalk. Police also say pedestrians should cross at crosswalks or intersections and never assume that drivers can see you. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. Another county in Northern Virginia, Arlington County, has decided voters will use the rank choice method for this November's election. Board Chair Libby Garvey announced the results at the weekend board meeting. All in favor, please say aye. 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 All right. Motion passes 5-0, and we're going to do ranked choice voting for the general election this year. Before the vote, Arlington resident Audrey Clement spoke in favor of ranked choice voting. RCV enables voters to rank candidates in order of preference and determines the winner by transferring the loser's ballots to other ranked candidates until someone gets the quorum needed to win. While the Arlington board's action covers only the board election in November, members expressed hope that it can continue to be used in future elections. Dick Uliano, WTOP News. 206, you know, D.C.'s downtown area hasn't been nearly as busy as it was before the COVID pandemic. Well, city leaders say something has to be done to attract more visitors and residents. So they're proposing a five-year plan that'll cost hundreds of millions of dollars. D.C. leaders released new details about a $400 million plan to revitalize downtown. The biggest chunk of funding, $82 million, would be dedicated to driving up numbers of visitors by improving streetscapes, cultural districts, and the arts. The plan includes $54 million for adding and improving parks and open spaces, $45 million for attracting and retaining new office users, and $31 million for public safety initiatives. Mayor Muriel Bowser. While we recognize the need to adapt and pivot, we don't want to send the message that our downtown is a ghost town because it's far from it. Though she says intervention is needed as annual tax revenue generation in downtown D.C. has already fallen by more than $200 million since 2019. 
Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. It's 207. He is one of the most recognized and busiest voices in local sports. Longtime WTOP Sports Director Dave Johnson does play-by-play for the Washington Wizards. And for 27 years, he was the voice of D.C. United. And up for Prentice, a shot. Oh, it's in the net. It's in the net. Over the weekend, D.C. United named the broadcast booth at Audi Field the Dave Johnson Broadcast Booth. It's really been a dream come true. Dave says he grew up watching the Washington Diplomats play soccer at RFK. And to be a a part of a a team, D.C. United, with unity in its name. He says his biggest honor was his relationship with the fans. It's about community and connections. I was lucky enough to connect with supporters. And that's the real joy of being behind the mic. Neil Loggenstein, WTOP News. Coming up in Money News after traffic and weather. It might be the perfect combination of a scoop and a shot. I'm Brendan Hazelton. 208. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather together on the 8th. We say good afternoon to Dave Dildine. Good afternoon. It is a decent afternoon on the Beltway. Some slow traffic, though, in Virginia on the Interloop. Moving north, the Little River Turnpike beyond Route 50, Arlington Boulevard. The crash keeps the right side blocked. It is two to the left getting by, but repositioning rescue units right now and might have all lanes open here soon. Not yet. Two left getting by on the Interloop between Route 50 and I-66. Ahead, it's going to be the routine road work between the toll road and Georgetown Pike. The right lane blocked on both loops. Usually start picking up around two on the outer loop. 66 westbound good, 66 eastbound, one slowdown. It's before you get to the Beltway. The crash remains the far right lane remains blocked. 95 in Virginia. Northbound near Stafford exit 140. Work crew is on the right. Southbound might have some work going on near Prince William Parkway, but the backup is very short and the delay very brief getting past that if you're southbound through Woodbridge. In Maryland on 95, some slowing northbound near the Howard County rest area. Work crew on the right shoulder there. Route 1 near 32, a crash reported. Route 50 between the Beltway and the Bay Bridge, clear sailing 270, uneventful. Moving well through Rockville, Germantown and Clarksburg. Go electric the Fitzway. Looking for an electric car? Try the new Subaru Solterra, Hyundai Ioniq, or Toyota BZ4X. State and federal incentives available. Go electric at Fitzmall.com. I'm Dave Dildine, WTOP Traffic. Off we go to 7 News First Alert Meteorologist Steve Rudin. As we head through the remainder of the afternoon, partly cloudy skies, temperatures well above normal for this time of year, ranging from the upper 50s to middle 60s. As we move through the evening, we fall through the 50s. By early tomorrow morning, we're in the 40s. Can rule out a little bit of patch fog early in the day, but it's not going to amount to a whole lot. A few showers on your Tuesday, otherwise mostly cloudy and breezy. High temperatures 60 to 65 degrees. I'm tracking a cold front on Wednesday, and this will likely bring areas of rain, even some gusty winds in excess of 30 miles per hour. Highs ahead of the front around 70. Behind the front on Thursday, we're only in the 40s. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Steve Rudin in the First Alert Weather Center. We have sunshine right now, 67 in Tyson's, 66 in Waldorf, 61 in Northwest D.C., brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on decks, pavers, and fences, six months, no payment, no interest. Conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. WTOP at 210, Money News, 10 and 40 past the hour. We say good afternoon to Brennan Hazelton. Good afternoon, Sean and Ann. Marriott International says 2023 was a good year for the company across the Caribbean and Latin America. America. The Bethesda-based hotel operator says it added more than 170 properties to its portfolio in those areas, growing to a footprint 
or growing its footprint, I mean to say, to nearly 500 properties. Marriott says that makes it the largest hotel company in the region based on open rooms and planned rooms. Do you love ice cream? How about a cocktail every now and again as well? Well, if you're enthusiastically nodding your head, picture me doing that good news. Tipsy Scoop Boozy Ice Cream is opening in Chinatown on Saturday. You can dig into flavors like whiskey-spiked dark chocolate caramel, mango margarita, and cake batter vodka martini. (laughs) Don't forget to brush. On Wall Street, a mixed afternoon right now. The Dow is down 34 points. NASDAQ gaining 8. S&P down 12. Brennan Hazelton, WTOP News. ASRC Federal supports U.S. government missions that are critical to our country's success while building an enduring legacy for more than 14,000 Alaska Native shareholders. Coming up on WTOP, lots of finger pointing in Maryland over a reported error with mailing out property tax assessments. We'll get the latest. It's 211. Want to sell your home? There's always a way. This is Dave Johnson. There's always a way when you connect with Jennifer Young of Jennifer Young Homes. Just ask Victor. He was out of the country, and Jennifer Young still got it done. You see, Victor moved to a new country, didn't want to wait for his home to sell in Stafford. The Jennifer Young Homes team helped manage the property, recommending minor upgrades using Jennifer's contractors and getting Victor a deep cleaning when the home was ready while Jennifer's marketing took over. 40 showings in only three days. Oh, and it didn't take long at all to close. Hey, you ready to sell your home? Start by knowing what it's really worth. Jennifer's home value estimate is fast, easy, accurate, always available. And you know what? You might be sitting on a gold mine, not even realize it. Just go to JenniferYoungHomes.com, click on Instant Home Value, and you'll have that answer in only 30 seconds. Now that you know there's always a way to sell your home, connect with Jennifer Young at 877-611-SELL or online at JenniferYoungHomes.com. That's JenniferYoungHomes.com. Keller Williams Realty, 703-815-5700. If you're like me, 60 and retired, Making ends meet, especially here at the supermarket and drugstore, is tough. I'm so blessed to have found BenefitsCheckup.org. It's a free and confidential website from the National Council on Aging that connected me to $1,200 a year in programs that help pay for food, medicine, utilities, and more. Maybe it can help you. BenefitsCheckup.org. Don't be forced to sell stocks in a bear market. Now is the time to review your financial plan and determine how much liquidity you truly need. I'm Simon Hamilton with The Wise Investor Show. Every week we discuss the latest financial trends and what investors need to know. To learn more about how to manage your cash flow and to become a better informed, wise investor, listen to The Wise Investor Show at RaymondJames.com forward slash The Wise Investor Group or just find us on your favorite podcast app. Later this hour, the Easter egg roll. Yeah, it's time at the White House just around the corner. We'll get details of the ticket lottery system to be there. Keep it here on WTOP. I'm Cheryl, and I'm living with sarcoidosis ILD, a type of interstitial lung disease. ILD is hard to diagnose, but if you have it, you need to know now. The sooner you know, the sooner you and your family can face ILD together, because you cannot walk this walk alone. If you're out of breath and have a constant dry cough, it might be asthma or COPD, but it could be ILD. Ask a pulmonologist and keep asking until you know. Learn more now at lungsandyou.com. Did someone say free ride home? If you like carpooling or vanpooling, but worry about getting stuck at the office, relax. 
With commuter connections, you can get up to six free rides home for unexpected emergencies or unscheduled overtime, even if you're commuting just a few times a week. Register or renew for guaranteed ride home today at commuterconnections.org or call 800-745-RIDE. Some restrictions apply. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. 215, I'm Ann Kramer. And I'm Sean Anderson. Thanks for being with us. The head of the Maryland State Senate is now getting into the debate over who is to blame for property tax assessments missing a deadline. The mistake could likely cost local governments in Maryland a lot of money. Here's WTOP Cheyenne Corinne. Maryland's Department of Assessments and Taxation failed to mail out more than 100,000 property tax assessments before the end of last year. The agency's director, Michael Higgs, blames the vendor for making an error. But Senate President Bill Ferguson says... This seems to be uh, a basic function of government. I, I understand that it's easy to, to blame a contractor. Well, now lawmakers are looking to extend the deadline, or it could cost local governments roughly $250 million over three years. As I learn more, I you know I think there would have to be accountability if it continues to be, if it, it's clear that there was negligence. Cheyenne Curran, WTOP News. 216, there's a new report out today that shows more than half of those who want to buy their first home Blame the down payment for why they can't afford the purchase. The top reasons given for why these aspiring homeowners wouldn't be able to buy a house is that their current income is not high enough even to afford a down payment. The average price of a home that was sold last month was up 5.1% year over year. It's an expensive double-edged sword combined with high interest rates. The survey from Bankrate took a look at one generation that is primed for their first purchase, millennials. Chief economic analyst Mark Hamrick. We had about one in four millennials saying they have two much credit card debt. Nearly a third of people asked say it will take at least five years or longer to save enough money. Some advice? Be attentive to your credit score, pay your bills on time, uh, build that savings account. Luke Luger, WTOP News. It's another challenging commute for thousands who rely on the Fairfax Connector bus service. That's because Fairfax Connector buses are not running now for a fifth day. More than 600 bus drivers and mechanics, well, they went on strike last week over what they say are unfair labor practices. They have been working under an expired contract since December. They are now asking contractor TransDev for better pay and for more sick days. Well, a warning for would-be speeders in some parts of Rockville. Speed cameras are now up and running near the Lakewood Country Club area on Wooten Parkway. Rockville City Police say monitoring will start today. Tickets won't start going out until March 26th. Quick look at the top stories we're working on for you here at WTOP. The Supreme Court has finished hearing arguments today over the content on social media and efforts by states like Texas and Florida to try to regulate free speech online. A Texas newspaper reports the Air Force member who died yesterday after setting himself on fire outside the Israeli embassy in D.C. had been in the Air Force for a few years and wanted to continue his software engineering career when he got out. D.C. police, the ATF and Secret Service are all investigating. Keep it here for full details in the minutes ahead. It's 218. Traffic and weather on the 8th. Dave Dildine's in the traffic center. On a warm afternoon, it got hot on the ICC in Maryland. Eastbound on 200. Vehicle fire extinguished, but beyond Shady Grove Road, you're going to hit the brakes and you're going to get by the fire truck single file to the left. 
Eastbound on 200 on the ICC, heading for Georgia Avenue. 270 uneventful, north and south of 370 and 200's exit. 95 in the Baltimore-Washington Parkway, Beltway to Beltway in good shape and moving well, making good time on 50 between the Beltway and the Bay Bridge. Coming out of northeast D.C., northbound on Kenilworth Avenue. Some slow traffic past, I think, a work zone near Route 50. Uh, coming out of D.C. into Virginia, southbound on 395. Traffic is moving without delay from southwest to Springfield. But in Virginia on the Beltway, interloop traffic very slow still from Little River Turnpike past Gallows Road. The crashed vehicles, though, between Route 50 and I-66 are being consolidated on the right shoulder. All the lanes are open now on the interloop. 66 eastbound before the Beltway, the remains of a crash blocking the right lane. Westbound on 66, nothing in the way from Falls Church out to Gainesville. 95 southbound near Prince William Parkway, work zone clear. 95 northbound near Stafford exit 140, work zone was at last report. North of that exit, blocking the right travel lane with some slow traffic still yet. Moving northbound out of Falmouth. Drought, war, and rising food prices have devastated families in poverty. $50 provides a food kit to feed a family for a month. Just text the word radio to 97646. I'm Dave Dildine, W. TLP traffic. 7 News First Alert meteorologist Steve Rudin with us this afternoon. Steve, you're bringing the springtime weather here. Oh, it is so, so nice out there, and we're going to see our temperatures probably make it up another couple of degrees or so as we head through the next several hours. Other than that, a few clouds here and there, but still lots of sunshine to enjoy. Temperatures are going to hold in the 60, 65 degree range. We'll see partly to mostly cloudy skies overnight, perhaps a bit of fog closer to the river. Temperatures tomorrow in the mid-60s. Winds will be gusty at times, a few showers. And then Wednesday, I'm tracking a strong cold front. All good things have to come to an end, at least briefly. We'll be around 70 ahead of the front behind the front it turns rainy and cooler for the day on thursday mid 40s to around 50 degrees at this hour 65 degrees downtown dc Thank you, Steve. Right now, and this has all been brought to you by Gutter Helmet. Say goodbye to Gutter Cleaning Forever with Gutter Helmet by Lead Nor Home Solutions. 888-5-HELMET. Coming up on WTOP, what a local doctor thinks about the new FDA-approved medicine for food allergies. 220. The Greater Washington Board of Trade is a professional membership community representing top, vibrant, and diverse leaders who work together to build strong economic growth for the D.C. region. And now, here's Regional Business Insights with Blue Jenkins, President and CEO of Washington Gas, a member of the Greater Washington Board of Trade. For almost 175 years, Washington Gas has been committed to improving life in the DMV. Safety and reliability are just two reasons why Washington Gas is investing in large-scale modernization of our infrastructure region-wide. When you see us on your streets, this is what we're focused on. Learn more at WashingtonGas.com. The Greater Washington Board of Trade is pro-business and nonpartisan. It is where local leaders work together to drive inclusive, resilient, and sustainable economic growth for the region. Go to BOT.org to learn more about the important issues that Board of Trade members are tackling today. That's BOT.org. carsforkids.org. Your car, running or not, could be picked up as soon as the next day. No title, no problem. Go to carsforkids.org today. 1877 cars for kids Donate your car today. Now accepting donations of land, homes, buildings, or any kind of real estate. 
WTOP, our listeners matter. WTOP is better than ways when it comes to traffic. I simply love WTOP traffic as the number one source for me. WTOP, Washington's top news. It's 222. Well, we told you last week about a new drug to help the many people who get sick or have a reaction to eating certain foods. Now we're hearing from a local doctor about the next steps to get that medicine. It's called Zolarian. It really is a big step forward in the treatment of food allergy. Dr. Rachel Schreiber with Schreiber Allergy in Rockville says adults and children as young as one can get it to help with food allergies. It helps potentially protect them against accidental exposure to foods they're allergic to. Let's say you taste it, you already swallowed it, it's in your body. Maybe because this drug is on board, you won't have a reaction. Before it could be used off-label for food allergies, but with it being very expensive, now insurance will cover the injection that you get every few weeks. Now, not everyone can use Zolaire, she says, and blood work will determine if you can. Also, it's not a cure. You are still avoiding... You are still carrying your EpiPen. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. Doctors are issuing a warning for a little-known heart condition that mimics pregnancy, and it's apparently going undetected in hundreds of moms. WTOP's Gigi Barnett has the story. I should have had a heart attack 10 years ago. Easy. The signs of peripartum cardiomyopathy went undiagnosed in 58-year-old Christy LeClaire for decades. I had a lot of edema and shortness of breath, and I was very tired. They resemble pregnancy, but years after giving birth, the mom of three still suffered with them until doctors discovered she had the rare condition that weakens heart muscles and could lead to heart failure. It's controlled now with a pacemaker and medication, but her warning to other moms? If you're having unusual fatigue and can't keep up with your friends, or you can't get ready in the morning without sitting down. If you have unexplained cold arms and legs, get a full cardiac workup. Gigi Barnett, WTOP News. All right, perhaps the best place to be on a hot summer day is the park. Parks and green spaces can lower the air temperatures in cities by 5 degrees. A study by the University of Surrey found shade provided by trees and evaporating water cooling the air help lower a region's temperature during heat waves. The bigger the park, the bigger the cooling effect, with botanical gardens providing the best cooling. And that's CBS correspondent Michael George. Sports at 25 and 55 on WTOP. George Wallace is here with some Nationals news. Yeah, Josiah Gray making his spring debut today. Nats in the Mets. He went uh, two innings, uh, five strikeouts. Actually, three strikeouts on top of the first inning. And five in his two innings of work just gave up two hits, no runs, and no walks. So a good debut for him. Mets lead the Nationals 5 nothing uh, thanks to a grand slam by New York. But uh, impressive performance for uh, Josiah Gray to start. His spring college basketball, Jeff Jones announcing his retirement after 560 wins in 300 and are in 32 years, not 300 years, 32 years at their last 13 <laughs> at ODU. He had stepped away in January after suffering that heart attack during the team's trip to Honolulu and decided it was time to hang him up, leading the Monarchs to the NCAA tournament in 2019. He won the regular season and conference tournament in Conference USA. Before that, 13 years here in at AU, took the Eagles to their first ever NCAA tournament, won four Patriot League regular season titles, started his career where he played college hoops at UVA, went to the Elite Eight in 95, and they won the NIT in 1992. Uh, the AP men's poll this week, Houston gets the top spot for the first time this season, climbing uh, one spot to end the six-week stay of uh, ending the six-week stay of uh, reigning national champ UConn. Houston at one, followed by Purdue, UConn, Tennessee, and Marquette. The top five.